Hoppy and Lee on Listener. It's breakfast whenever you want it. It is, and from wherever you want it as well. Hoppy joins us <laughs> from her bedroom this morning, Le Boudoir. Yep. I am. It was literally breakfast in bed today. Um, I I am not positive for COVID, but my housemate is. And so as a result, we are hanging out in our house for seven days. It's so much fun. Ooh. You'll have a blast. The fir- It's only the first. Yeah, this is. Like the last six days I found were the hardest. I know. It's been less than 24 hours and I'm already bored. Well, we've got, look, th- what you can do is you can just listen back to this podcast because we have got so much happening. Um, we're catching Thank up goodness. with Acting Inspector Jill Gibson from Riverina Police District, uh, Peter Harper from Tamora Aviation Museum, and the Mayor of the Coolerman is going to join us from Sydney, uh, where he is for a little bit of a conference at the moment. Oh, uh, Dave happy McCann. days. Well, very good. Lee, right now, though, we are joined by, well, we're into Melanoma March, Lee, which is obviously um, a really important month, and I know that you yourself have had a bit of experience around melanoma. Yes, I have, and uh, the lady who joins us this morning has been deeply personally affected by it as well. Annette Sinclair joins us. Annette, can you talk to us a little bit about, I guess, your connection to melanoma, your journey, and a little bit about why it's so important to get your skin checked? Okay, so um, my personal story was that um, I lost my daughter, Amy, to melanoma at the age of 23. And, you know, I guess I'm passionate because I want people, I want to improve the awareness of melanoma, but also prevent other people from passing away of melanoma. Um, But the Melanoma March is not just about that. It's about coming together. Um, It's about you know, I guess sharing stories, um, also remembering those that um, that we've lost. But importantly, it's raising much-needed funds, um, you know, for research. And talk to us about how far we've come in over the last sort of 10 years even in terms of our knowledge of skin cancer and also in terms of our support because I know the work that MIA, Melanoma Institute Australia, Amy Sinclair have been doing is just outstanding. Yes, look, it's it's actually come, you know, we've come a huge way with our research. Um, you know, I guess prevention is, is the most important thing. Okay, yeah. so, but as far as um, our research, you know, um, with immunotherapy now, um, you know, it used to be that only a small amount of, um, you know, patients actually survive melanoma. Um, you know, 10, 12 years ago when Amy was going through her journey, there was hardly any clinical trials. You know, and there may have been three on offer and she didn't fit the criteria for any of those, um, so there was there was no further treatment for her. Wow! So now there are a lot of clinical trials on offer. Um, the research that Melanoma Institute Australia do, is is doing is amazing. Um, you know, now we're looking at fifty percent um, of patients that are diagnosed with advanced melanoma. Um, you know, you know, having extended life or um, no evidence of disease. Wow. Of course, I think the big thing with melanoma is that if you catch it early, it is, and, and Lee, I think, has lived this, if you catch it early, it it is preventable, it's treatable, um, but if you don't, then it's, uh, you know, it it's so, so much worse. Uh, what 
you know, getting a skin check is obviously the most important part. I guess for me as a young person, going and getting a skin check is not on my list of priorities, but obviously it should be. That's right. But what is is I guess the priority is prevention. So being safe when you go out in the sun. So, you know, your sunscreen, your hat, you know, clothing, your seeking shade um, and sunglasses. Um, That would be the priority. The second priority is knowing your body. Okay, so look, you know, looking at those lesions or, you know, have I got a new spot? Is it changing colour? Is it itchy? Is it bleeding? Has is it an irregular shape? But also, getting a skin check. Um, you know, so um, having you know twelve monthly skin checks. Um, and then that doctor would then recommend, you know, I want you to have three monthly. We'll watch that lesion, or six monthly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, chatting this morning with Annette Sinclair from uh, MIA, Amy Sinclair. Um, you've got a big day on Friday as well. We're going to be down at Caden Medical between 7.30 and 9 on Friday. And Dr. Tim Caden going to be doing some spot checks for free. So just come on down. If you've got a spot that you're concerned about, uh, come down to the uh, the clinic and you can uh, get it looked at. You've got a big day on Friday as well with your golf day. That's right. That's right. Out at the um, Country Club um, is our um, annual... Um, golf day, which is again raising much needed funds um, for our melanoma care nurse um, and also going towards research. Also, you guys do a whole heap of events all throughout the year and I know a really, really big one that people always look forward to is the ball. Very quickly, have you got a date yet? What are we putting in the diary? Yes, put in the diary the 25th of June this year. I'm positive it's definitely going ahead. I've already got my dress. Oh. <laughs> Obviously from last year. Because yeah. <laughs> last year it was it had to be called off on the day yes. of the ball. Yes. Annette had her hair done, her makeup oh. done. And then when we when you know the decision was made like two hours prior to it starting, all I could do was cry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was yes. just it was just so bad. Yeah. And not I think this that's year. um no, not this year. And I think that's <laughs> the important thing about this year's melanoma march is that, you know, over the last two years, fundraising has been reduced and limited. And you know, so we really need people to get behind the melanoma marches that are, you know, around Australia, but particularly the Wagga one. Yeah. Um because this year, the money raised is going to clinical trials um, and treatment for advanced melanomas. Amazing. Well, guys, make sure you get behind this melanoma march, and it's happening obviously throughout the month. Friday, we'll be down with Dr. Tim Caden at Caden Medical doing some spot checks, and of course, Friday as well is the Melanoma Institute Australia Amy Sinclair Golf Day that's happening out of the Wagga Country Club, and there's details on the MIA Facebook page about that. And it It's always a pleasure. Thank you for the amazing work you do. And thank Thank you for joining us this morning. Okay, everyone get a skin check. Absolutely. They can save Mm. your life. Hey, still to come today, Acting Inspector Jill Gibson from Riverina Police District will catch up with the Mayor of Coolamon Shire, Dave McCann. But a big event happening out in Tamora This is very, very exciting. And, I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed that I can't get there, but equally relieved because of the fact that it means that you can't put me up in a plane. Peter Harper from Tamora Aviation Museum joins us. How are you going? 
Yeah, going well, guys. Going well. Tell us about the first showcase of 2022. Obviously, you guys have had a big couple of years with changing and um, cancelling and rescheduling and everything under the sun, basically. But you've got a showcase. We can't wait to get out there. What are we going to see? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're looking forward to just putting the last two years behind <laughs> us and um, soldiering on and, and getting you know events uh, back on the, the calendar in, in the Riverina. So no better way to kick that off than Aircraft Showcase on the 5th of March. Very exciting to see that the RAF roulettes are going to be down there. If, for people who don't know what the roulettes are, can you give us a rundown? Yeah, the, the roulettes are, b- are based uh, down at Eastsale. They're a, a team of, um, it's actually seven aircraft. They always have a, a spare. Um, so six aircraft performing close uh, and low-level aerobatics. Um, plenty of manoeuvres, um, lots of smoke in the sky. So it's a, for a visual point of view from the ground, for a spectator, it's um, quite impressive. And the idea of the rule, it's, it's, uh, it's a program to hone the pilot skills for the RAF um, who may move on to other aircraft. But um, it's certainly a very skillful aerobatic team in formation. Peter, have you ever been in one of those aircraft when they're doing any of those tricks? And what is that like? I have not. Um, smart man, I, smart I, man. <laughs> I could only imagine what that would be like. Um, but yeah, they're they're very they're, like these guys are the the best of the best. They're highly skilled. Um, they do a lot of practice um, and they do a lot of events all over Australia. So uh, we're very fortunate to be hosting them here in Tamora on Saturday. Yeah, they're just incredible to see. Mm. Now, also you as well as the roulettes, of course, you've got all of your. Um, planes. Run us through what we're going to be seeing in the sky at the showcase. Yeah, yeah, we're just uh, about 20 aircraft all up. So the, you know, the the we usually start with the Tiger Moth and the Ryan. You know, they're the the trainers, the Tiger Moth, which served here in Tamora uh, during World War Two when we were training pilots in the uh, war effort for the European and Pacific uh, theatres. Uh, then we move on to Bird Dogs, uh, forward air control aircraft, uh, Windjills, CT4. Uh, we've got actually two visiting P-40 Kitty Hawks. Uh, we don't have a Kitty Hawk here at Tamora, but uh, we're very fortunate to have two Kitty Hawks um, participating and uh, joining in on the fun. Uh, we're away, Harvard, BT-13, uh, Hudson, and uh, the only flying Hudson in the world, I might add, and, of course, uh, Spitfire. We we have the Mark 8 is uh, flying on Saturday uh, the Mark 16 is in for maintenance at the moment. But nonetheless, one Spitfire is uh, very cool. One Spitfire is better than none, as the famous saying always goes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, you guys have had a couple of big years and uh, in terms of rescheduling things. But later this year, you guys do have a very, very big event. How is all the planning going for that, for the Warbirds? Yeah, October 15, 16, Warbirds Down Under. It's Right now is a very busy period for us um, planning and, and preparing for that event. We'll have tickets on sale very soon for Warbirds Down Under. Uh, it's hard to believe 2018 was the last time we were able to put that event on because wow. 2020, yeah, the world changed and COVID prevented that event. So it'll be a four-year hiatus since uh, we've been able to host Warbirds Down Under. So we're... we're Super excited to um, you know, have all the warbirds from all over Australia back in Tamora uh, and then lots of uh, visiting and participating aircraft from the RAAF, of course. Um, but, yeah, all systems go for that event um, and 
yeah, the aircraft showcase is, is just a warm-up for that event, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, if you want to get out there on Saturday, grab your tickets, aviationmuseum.com.au. Will there be tickets at the gate, Peter? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this is where we're, we're moving back into a space where, uh, yes, we do still have some um, COVID safe plans in place, of course, but the event is uh, has no restrictions for, for crowd numbers. Therefore, we are able to sell tickets at the gates. Uh, but it, it is always um, recommended that you pre-purchase. It just gets people through the gates a bit quicker and a bit more streamlined. So if you you do line up for um, tickets at the gate, you, you may just get a little delayed, but that's fine. We will have them available. And what time are we getting out there to make sure we don't miss any of the, uh, especially the aerobatic team? Yeah, uh, so gates will open at uh, 10 o'clock. We'll kick off the day a uh, bit of reverse for this day. We uh, will have the flight line walk, so that's where... Spectators will be able to get out uh, much closer to the aircraft. Uh, the pilots will be there to um, have a chat, you know, get some selfies or, or that sort of thing. Um, and then we'll kick off the air, the flying at 11 o'clock um, and the roulettes will be closing out the display at approximately 2pm. So a pretty uh, full three or three hours or more, uh, probably three and a half hours of flying from 11 o'clock. Fantastic. Well, aviationmuseum.com.au, where you can go into more Aviation Museum on Saturday is where it's all happening. Peter Harper, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks, guys. Not a problem. Always a pleasure. Uh, Dave McCann is going to join us a little bit later. He's the Mayor of the Coolerman Shire. But now, Lee, there's a really important event happening. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been getting a million of these, like at least one a day, but like scam calls and scam emails. The calls are coming from like random places um, overseas. Are you getting those too? Yeah, and messages to pick up a parcel, which I haven't ordered. Oh. So many. Well, the good news is for me is it's highly unlikely that there's a parcel I haven't ordered because <laughs> I've ordered all the parcels. Uh, <laughs> I'm to... the perfect victim for that scam. Uh, Coffee with the Cop is happening and to talk to us all about it, Acting Inspector Jill Gibson, who's the Crime Prevention and Youth, uh, works in the Crime Prevention and Youth Department of Riverina Police Districts. Uh, g'day, Jill. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Coffee with the Cop? Yeah, well, I think everyone's aware of, they've seen our Coffee with a Cop before, which is just down the main street. But what we're actually doing is um, running a specific seniors event at the Wagga Wagga RSL on the 10th of March between 10am and 12pm. And it's all designed um, around sitting down with the seniors in our community, having a coffee, obviously, um, and... uh, getting some other services there. So I know sometimes it's hard to get down to speak to people or get actual people on the phone. So we'll have a lot of services there that you'll be able to sit down and ask any questions about as well as cops. And can you talk to us about some of the concerns that you're expecting to be raised uh, during this? Well, one of the things, we've got a little title for the for the day and it's called Scams, Scones and Skeins. Now, do you know what a skein is? No. No. A skein is a ball of wool because of I like to crochet. Ah, we love that. Yes. So I thought it'd be nice to sit down and and throw a few uh, skeins around while we're sitting there and having a yarn. But um, the main thing being is that uh, there's all these calls that go around. Have you had a call where you're going to be arrested by the IRS because you haven't paid your um, taxes on time? Yep. Oh, yeah. There's a a couple of warrants out for me, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I got a call from the police one day saying that I'd been involved in an accident. And I said, well, that's interesting because I actually work for them.
You can imagine when um, people who are getting these calls, they don't know what to do and they don't know who to ask. And a lot of times people don't want to bother us as police. But what we, the message we're trying to get out there is please bother us and talk about these sorts of things. So talk about scams and, and problems that are going on um, that you find. And then people talk about it and they say, no, no, they're not going to arrest you. They don't use iTunes cards for bail. No, that doesn't happen. Is it predominantly older people that are not getting sucked in, but that are being well, I don't know, targeted I know. I think by it's these probably scams. the channel to be talking about, but I don't know if anyone remembers Homer Simpson's um, automatic dialer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's it's the same sort of principle where they're not targeting people because of their age or because of who they are or where they live. It's just an automatic dialing thing. So, but what happens is is that there is research through um, Scamwatch and the, and the Australian government that shows that the majority of people that are getting scammed are over the age of 65. And sometimes that's just in relation to uh, knowing about technology and when to give out information and things like that. So that's what we're trying to sort of Very stop quickly, and make people Jill, aware people of and make people talk can't about. can't get down there, where are some other places that they can go to get info on these scams? So scamwatch.com is a really great um, uh, program that's run through the Australian government and it tells you what the scams are um, locally and it also tells you what most up-to-date scams. So there's scams on there in relation to, um, you know, the, the, the good-looking person who contacts you via Facebook and wants to court you or there's ones in relation to COVID-19, but it's actually a really good read and it tells you all about how the scams are done, what they're targeting and how much money they're getting out of the community each year. Catching up with Jill Gibson, Acting Inspector, Crime Prevention and Youth with the Riverina Police Department. Jill, just generally, people are back out and about. We're back going to the pubs. We're back without masks, which is very exciting. How are people just generally going behaviour-wise? Are you guys flat out busy or are, thing, are people behaving? Oh, no, everything's going really well. Um, we had O-Week last week. We had the Tumba Fest. And we also ran our operation statewide on alcohol-related crime over the weekend. And what we found was um, that the premises are working really hard to keep their patrons safe, as we are keeping the patrons safe. And it's great to see that working relationship. But what we do find is that sometimes, you know, if you get tapped on the shoulder and, and made aware that you've probably had too much to drink, it's time to go home. Don't just argue about it. And that's always easy to do if you have had too much to drink and just follow directions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. But, but that's but, where friends come into it yeah, too. That's so where you much. turn around and you say, hey, oh, look, I'll come home with you. I'll make sure you get in a taxi. So, you know, look out for your mates when you're out and about. And, um, you know, if you do get the tap on the shoulder, it's not because they're targeting you. It's because they're probably looking after your own safety. Yeah, 100%. Well, Jill, it's been a pleasure to catch you up. Scones, scams and skeins. Coffee with a cop is happening down at the Wagga RSL March 10th, 10 till 12, Acting Inspector for Crime Prevention and Youth. From the Riverina Police District, Jill Gibson, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much, guys. No, always great to catch up. Uh, Acting Inspector of Crime Prevention and Youth, Jill Gibson with the Riverina Police District. Coffee with a cop, of course, not too far away. That's happening next week. Lee, we love catching up with the mayors around our region and we've kind of circled back. We are talking to this mayor for the second time in his tenure, Mayor of the Coolamon Shire, Dave McCann. And Dave, we usually would be talking to you while you're in Coolamon, but you are actually up in Sydney for a fairly big conference. Can you talk to us about why you're there and how it's all unfolding? 
Oh, well, yes, uh, myself and uh, my Deputy Mayor Alan White and our General Manager Tony Donoghue are up here for the uh, uh, Local Government Association Conference. Uh, it's the first time that uh, mayors and uh, delegates and uh, general managers have been able to get a, get together face-to-face uh, in the one room uh, for a number of years since, uh, because of COVID. Uh, so uh, there are a number of issues to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. And it's got to be good to be able to actually get face-to-face with some of your peers. Um, a lot happening in your shire back down around this area as well, including you've got your Seniors Festival happening in March. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, look, this is one of those uh, fantastic uh, uh, weeks where we, we get the chance to uh, just say thank you to, to our senior citizens. Um, like many uh, rural and country locations, uh those that have gone before us have, have, have done the hard yards and um, uh, now that they're in retirement, uh, it's just a, a way that we can um, say thank you with a, with a dinner that we put on uh, for our senior citizens and uh, a few events uh, across the week. Talk to us about, this one's probably quite poignant at the moment and that's there's a flood study set to be um, undertaken, announced recently by Steph Cook. Can you talk to us a bit about what that's going to entail and the importance of that kind of thing? Yeah, well, uh, thanks. It's a very important uh, uh, part of our uh, planning for the future, I guess, uh, in the Shire. Um, Council uh, is, is currently uh, in, a, in, a, in a phase of, of asking the community about what they, uh, they want uh, in the future. And um, very shortly, uh, we'll have some consultants that have been engaged coming around to all the towns and villages and just talking to people about you know, their needs. But the, the flood study itself enables Council to plan where we want future growth and uh, where it's viable to have future growth in the Shire. And given that um, uh, we're seeing a, a, a remarkable uh, increase in, in people moving to the Coolerman Shire, we need to be ready with uh, land and services and, and facilities for them as uh, they, they come to build our Shire. Chatting with the Mayor of Coolerman Shire, Dave McCann, today. Uh, Dave, can you talk to us as well? It, it, you touched on it there, I think, but the Community Strategic Plan consultation is coming up. How can people have their say on this uh, strategic plan and uh, what are you, what sort of feedback are you looking for? Well, we're, we're, we're not uh, trying to, to influence what, uh, what, what feedback comes in. We're basically just asking the community to, to have a think about what they would like to see uh, in, in their uh, communities. Uh, whether uh, it's feasible or, or otherwise will be determined uh, in, in future strategic meetings and planning, and, and obviously there's a cost associated with it, but it's an opportunity for the council to... Uh, so, uh, apologise the community to have a think about what they would like to see the, our community look like in 10 or 15 years time so uh, there are no real boundaries as to what uh, people can say but uh, obviously uh, once we get the feedback it's a matter of sitting down and, and working out what can and can't be done Fantastic. I know something that you guys have been working really hard on in your shire is weed control and pest control. How is that going at the moment? I know that there has been I guess lots of Brain, which of course encourages lots of weeds to grow. How is all that going? Yeah, look, we work closely with uh, uh, land local protection boards um, to 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 make sure that uh, we're on top of the weed situation. Uh, yes, this uh, this current uh, period of time has been very uh, very uh, difficult and busy for for us to keep the weeds under control. 
But um, what we uh, are looking for there is just uh, people to maintain uh, what they own and what they can. And, and if they see weeds or things are growing that they're not sure about, uh, let council know. Yeah, absolutely. What's the best way for them to do that? Uh, probably by uh, a phone call to uh, to the Shire office uh, and uh, one of the people there will take the information and pass it on to the weeds controllers. Amazing. Well, Dave, it's a pleasure to catch up with you and thank you for uh, for your time this morning. I know you've got a fairly busy day ahead of you and it could be a fairly wet day up in Sydney as well, I'm led to believe. Oh, yeah. Pack your gumboots. <laughs> yes, very much so. Although, uh, with a bit of luck, we'll be uh, travelling home in the not-too-distant future, so we'll be glad to get back. Very good. Well, travel safely. Mayor of the Coolman Shire, Dave McCann, thanks for your time today. Thanks very much, Poppy and Lee. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, Poppy, that's about it from us today. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. I won't be catching up with anyone, but virtually I'll be catching up with you. Me and my housemate will be spending some considerable time together. If there's ever a time to test the relationship, it's now. About six months into Meg moving in, we are going to be living exclusively with just one another. No, it should be really fun. Um, Looking forward to actually... Surely mm-hmm. cameras are a thing that would like this could be a great series. This is like Big Brother, except there's only two. I was gonna of say you. I was gonna say they already did that. It's called Big Brother and yeah. like the final week is just the two of them. Um but the unfortunate thing is is at the end Meg and I don't get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So no. if someone could hook that up, that'd be handy. Yeah, sure. No, if you if you get through it we'll give you the like a pat on the back or something equivalent. It's literally <laughs> been less than twenty four hours and I'm over it. Although we have started some really good um, have started a really good Netflix series, so oh, good, good. Interested yeah. in that? It's okay. Netflix yeah, it's about... two will be out by the time you're out. Oh, I know. It's about a um con artist. It's really good. Fantastic. Well, you enjoy that. Mm. I look forward to hearing updates every day uh, because I reckon you'll finish that series by tonight. Oh yeah, we are already up to episode four, and we haven't even been in isolation for twenty four hours. Uh, you can catch us tomorrow uh, right here on Listener, or weekdays from six on the Riverinas Triple M. Poppy and Lee, thank you so much for your time. We'll catch you tomorrow. See ya. Poppy and Lee, weekdays from six on the Riverinas Triple M, and whenever you want them on Listener.